This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Doug Carr, Scott Anderson, 97, the ticket, open lines, 248-539-9797. Good to be with you here on a Friday in Detroit. Uh, okay, so... We're talking about the NFL playoffs there to open the show. If you missed it and you want to use the Odyssey app, the Rewind, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Download it for your mobile device today. Also stream the show through our website, 971aticket.com, and streaming through Twitch. That's the video as well. You can you can actually see in the studio and watch the show. Go to twitch.tv, search up 971aticket, participate in the streaming chat. Good group of people there. Sometimes we read uh, those comments on the air. I uh, do appreciate all the ways that people reach out to us here on Carson Anderson. Now, uh, you see the story uh, in the Detroit News about Jerry Green? Yes. He's been every Super Bowl. He's covered every Super Bowl. 56 straight. Yep. And uh, he grew up in in New York City, was a Joe DiMaggio fan, and finds a bit of symmetry because he is walking away. He is not covering this year's Super Bowl. After 56 in a row, which, of course, is DiMaggio's record-hitting streak, 56 games in a row back to 1941. Um, And he, I mean, he tells some good stories about all the years doing. He's 94 years old. Is he 94? 94. Wow. Yep. I mean, dude's been awesome. Yeah, I've had the, uh, I've met him a couple of times um, in the press box at various games. Always very nice, very gracious. Uh, I don't even know if you recognize me or not, but um, he's been part of Detroit sports since I can remember. Yeah, you know, I mean, there's a lot of guys like that that uh, that you get to know over the years, and um, and and it's it's pretty cool. It's it's pretty cool. It gets to decide what he wants to do, and says 56 is enough. There is something about it. I, I will tell you, there's a thrill to be working in this business, and when a a Jerry Green talks to you, or like George Blaha, Mike O'Hara. These guys, legends, that when they sort of acknowledge that they maybe know who you are, yeah, totally. totally. I can't help. I can't help but think, wow. Like Blaha came before Michigan, Michigan State this year. Blaha came into the booth and we shared mm-hmm. a bunch of notes, and I'm like. This is so cool. Because <laughs> well, I mean, you, know, you grew up listening to Baja, and, and and I grew up reading Jerry Green. And I hadn't seen George in in, uh, in years, um, at least in the, in the football booth. Uh, it seemed every once in a while to went to a Pistons game. But, you know, we worked together with Michigan State broadcast for a couple of years in 98 and 99. 
And so before the Michigan game this year, when I was up in the press box, I went and saw you first and, uh, you know, wished you well. And then I'm like, I got to go see hi to George. And, and he turned around, got a big smile on his face, a big handshake and introduced me to the people in the booth there. And was, you're right. It, it's, it's different. It's cool. I, you know, I get the same feeling when I talk to O'Hara at halftime at the Lions games. Mike's been around forever. And he's great. He's, he's become a, a friend as well. And I just really like him. And, you know, it's funny. You've been to my house, and in, uh, uh, in one of my bathrooms, I have a bunch of the posters of famous Detroit sports events. Yep. And the earliest one is from 1979 when Michigan State won the NCAA championship with Magic Johnson and Greg Kelser. And the stories that were written about that team mm-hmm. were written by Kurt Sylvester. Really? <laughs> who was the old baseball writer for the Tigers uh, for the free press. And I got to know Kurt. When we first went all sports here, and I went down to spring training a couple times to to cover the team, and you know got to know Kurt quite a quite a bit. There actually, he was uh, covering the Lions forever. Uh, got to know him in the nineties um, with the Lions practices. Got him confused for a second there with Tom Gage uh, and Gene Guidi. But Kurt's awesome, right? Amazing. Just always had a big smile on his face, and he and O'Hara were always joking around and great friends. And so it's the same type of thing with Jerry Green. Wish him nothing but the best, and he gets to. Go out on his terms. That's it's awesome. So, in the story, uh, which was done by Justin Rogers, does a great job for the Detroit News. It, Justin writes: Green admitted he'd often thought he'd see the day where the Lions would make it, and he was even prepared to retire along with the occurrence. Mm. But he also acknowledged he wasn't surprised the team never ascended to the top of the mountain after spending years reporting on the team. He respected Ford, the person, but felt he lacked the necessary aggression the league's more successful owners showed to achieve that level of success. So a couple of years, I mean, obviously Ford being William Clay Ford, uh, senior, who bought the franchise. The year that Jerry Green, uh, start, I think he started with the Associated Press that year, but I'm sorry, he started with the Detroit News that year in 1957. I mean, ownership has been a topic since I started in sports talk radio. <laughs> yeah. um, since I came to this station, the the ownership calls are a little bit frustrating to take. Not not frustrating, but they're just redundant and sort of the reality of something we have to we have to deal with because I just you, I cannot envision the Fords selling the team, um, given that they. You know, they're, they're, A, they're making money, and, you know, they. I think current ownership really enjoys it. And, and by the way, every time they've switched the principal owner, I reset the clock to zero and say, all right, you know, in, in this case, Sheila, you know, we're, we're all, I, I reset to zero, and I'm kind of impressed. It was interesting. I don't know if you saw, Dan Campbell's got a lot of street cred in this town. And after the last win at Green Bay, the the entire locker room video, he handed out two game balls, and he gave one to Jamal Williams for going over 1,000 yards and breaking Barry's touchdown record, and he gave the other to Sheila and said, you guys have no idea how much she does behind the scenes to help us be successful. And I'm like, hmm. I, I mean, I wonder in private moments the if, if you got uh, Dan Campbell to sit down at the table of truth with the most ardent Ford family bashers, could he convince you 
that this owner is really doing the right things to lead to winning. I think he could, and and I think she's doing it. Um, I think she's probably loves being quiet and behind the scenes. Yeah, and really enjoying the fruits of the labor with what's happening with the team. She doesn't need to brag about it. It's happening, and we can all see the transformation of this team and the changing of the culture. And uh, it's it's fun to watch, and it's got to be damn satisfying for her. So, what what evidence do we have this year from her? The only evidence we have is when they were one and six, and she came forward and said, "We believe in this regime, and here's why." And it turned out to be, you know, somewhat prophetic uh, that they they paid off it, her support of them. In a time where there was a lot of uh, a lot of uneasiness about the Campbell Holmes era, she backed them and backed them publicly. And right now, you know, some ten weeks later, <laughs> everybody backs them publicly. She's got, I mean, she's got tons of credibility, I think, uh, and and tons of integrity. The way that she, I mean, the Calvin Johnson situation. When they honored Calvin Johnson, she knew she was going to get destroyed by the fans. And she, she did. knew it. And she's like, I got to do what I got to do. I'm not going to pawn this off on somebody else. I'm the owner of this franchise, and I want to honor one of the greats. So I'm going to I'm going to take it. And she did. And she's continued to take barbs from the fans and the media over her tenure as the owner. But things changed this year. They changed when the team started to win. They changed when the team started to, to resemble – what it was that her vision and Dan Campbell's vision and Brad Holmes' vision started to look like what it was that they wanted it to look like. And it's been fun to see that kind of kind of happen. You know, and I mentioned that there was that was that story that, that broke last week, I guess, that uh about the officiating in the game with the Rams and the and the and the Seahawks and how bad it was and that she went to other owners she didn't just go to the nfl she went to other owners too and wanted to make sure that there was some backing on this that hey fishing's problem now we, we got to address this right yeah and does have the backing of other owners and other owners are standing up and saying enough's enough because i'm sure that most fan bases when when their team loses or their team gets screwed out of something that they really feel like they got screwed out of something and they could point to this player this player this play and it's about rallying that and trying to make a change. And and I think that it's going to be addressed in the offseason. And it's because she's starting it. It's too early for me to say that things are different with Sheila Fordham. Or is it just Sheila uh, Hamp now, right? But things look promising for sure, you know. We haven't seen any real returns yet. And what I mean by that is a playoff berth, right? A playoff yep. win. Yep. But no, things there's look a lot, promising. There's a lot to do, but yeah. the, the evidence that we have is encouraging. It's not. It's a small sample size, yep. but it's encouraging. So that's where I'm at. I'm not at, like, things are different. I'm not at, like, things will be different. I'm at things look encouraging and promising, and it's a small sample size. Um, when, when I read that story about Jerry Green and covering every single Super Bowl and not ever having to cover a, a Lions team in the Super Bowl. It was like one of the most saddest things I've ever read, <laughs> honestly. And we're not even, we're at the point here where we don't even ask for Super Bowls. We just want a playoff win, okay? And the fact that they've had one playoff win in the Super Bowl era, and I think we talked a little bit with Mike uh, Valeni last week during Crosstalk, how it's insane. You have to try not to win a playoff game in the NFL to do what the Lions have done. You accidentally win playoff games. You accidentally win divisions. The Jags 
won their division, and I don't care how bad their division was, and they went on to win a playoff game, and they've done it with Blake Bortles. And somehow the Lions organization has never, ever done this. And in the article, wow. they speak about owner. Well, they won one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. And in the article, they talk about, you know, ownership and, and how, you know, Ford, Jerry Green talked about Ford didn't have that um, maybe, uh, what was the word he used? Uh, he wasn't aggressive enough yeah, or whatever. He, said he, did the, he wasn't as aggressive as the league's most successful owners. You don't even have to be a good owner in this league to accidentally win a couple playoff games. And it's never happened here. Of course, I think when you have an aggressive owner that really cares and wants to win, that's consistency, longevity. That's going to happen, right? We just want one right now. And then we'll start talking two, three. Well, it, it is remarkable that it's been 30 years. <laughs> I can't and believe no it. playoff wins. You accidentally do it, guys. Have they even hosted a playoff game in that time? They hosted one? No. It was just the... Uh... I thought they lost. Didn't they lose to Green Bay at home after? That wasn't a playoff game. No, I thought that, that the, 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 this, um, the Shannon Sharp game. Well, you were there. You should... Know. I know. I can't remember if it was before was that a playoff after the game? Dallas game. Yeah, it was a playoff that was, uh, game. It would have been after, I believe. Dallas game was a 91 season. And that was a playoff game. And I think that was, that screen speed was like 93 or something like that. Yeah. I he saw ran, Doug on the he ran right side. Pa- he ran yeah. right past me. I was in the green rugby shirt. Why were we wearing green? Holding a camera. Uh, I don't know. Why rugby? <laughs> yeah. That's pretty sweet. I was ready to play some rugby. That's why. Just in case, you know, rugby started up. I was I was prepared. Wrong side of the earth. This is true. Uh, 248-539-9797. I guess with all this said. And the Jerry Green article serving as a bit of a springboard in. Where are you with Sheila right now? Sheila Hamm. I, I mean, are you just simply more encouraged with family ownership, Ford family ownership? That's all we're asking. <laughs> okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.